When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at one in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghost of Night Hauntings and Paranormal Podcast. I'm Phil Sams. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to take in this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it, and I hope you're going to like this one. I've been wanting to cover some urban legends. I decided today's going to be the day, and there's so many urban legends out there, it's so hard to pick from, but I wanted to talk about the black-eyed children. Now, I know several thousands of podcasts has probably covered this topic but you know it's fascinating to me and I think this breaks down what an urban legend is and I want to share kind of the origins of that urban legend kind of give my thoughts on it and we'll see where we go from there as always don't forget to rate and review the show I would greatly appreciate it and let's go ahead and see what this black eyed children urban legend is all about Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Before we get started, I recently came across this new podcast app because I'm an avid podcast listener just like you. And if you like Ghost in the Night, I know you're going to love this app and it's called Podcoin. Now, the really great thing about Podcoin, if you're listening to podcasts, you might as well get something out of it, and they will pay, actually pay you to listen to podcasts. You're doing it anyway. You might as well go ahead and get something out of it. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon, Starbucks, Target, or if you're a great person, like I know you are, you can even donate the PodCoins to charity. I mean, how cool is that? The more you listen, the more you will earn. So, here's what you do. You download the app for your iPhone or Android, and I even have a special code for you. Simply use the code GHOST, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. So, go ahead and download the PodCoin app and use the promo code GHOST, like I just told you, and get 300 PodCoin and listen to all your favorite podcasts. I have switched, and I am completely just using podcoin for all my podcast listening needs so head on over and try it out and let me know what you think okay now let's go ahead and start the podcast about the black eyed children people just love scary stories and that is why horror movies are so popular people put down the harder money to pay to be scared 
And that is one thing that makes urban legends so popular, because these are stories that are told to be true that put a smack dab in the middle of a horror movie. Now, these stories are passed down from friend to friend. Now, are they true or are they not true? You know, I personally believe that there's a little truth in every wise tale or urban legend. Now, it might not be completely, totally true the way it's told, but there might be some truth to it. And so this episode, we're going to talk about the black-eyed kids. So let's first, let's start on how the story essentially goes. Basically, you hear a knock at your door late at night. You open the door and you'll see two kids. Generally, they're pretty young, between the age of 12 and 16. Now, besides black eyes, clothing is a little outdated. They are dressed inappropriately, whether it be in the wintertime, they might not have a coat on. And also, their speech is a little off, almost like they're trying to force it and their verbiage might be off a little bit, not up to date, I should say, with the current slangs. Might seem a little dated from the past eras. You know, so if you see a pale kid in some funky clothing, speaking like they're from the 1800s, you might be dealing with one of these demons posing as a kid with creepy black eyes. So, be on the lookout for that. Now, once you open the door and once you acknowledge them, they will ask to come in. Now, apparently, they have to be invited in just like a vampire. The old myths of the vampires, they need to be invited in before they can come into your home. Now, if you let them in, apparently some bad shit will go down. One story that I read about, actually, a couple, a married couple, heard knocks. Naturally, they opened the door. They saw two kids. It was late at night. And them being the good-hearted people that they were, they let them in. After a while, I believe one of the, I believe the, the mom went to make some cocoa or something. And the kids said they were waiting for their parents. So they sat there for a while, and then they got up and started walking down the hallway. And they said that their parents are here. And the next thing the couple noticed, they just disappeared. Now, shortly after this encounter, both the man, the husband, and the wife came down with illnesses that they've never showed symptoms of or had problems with in the past. So that's the kind of stuff that can happen per the urban legend if you let these kids into your home. So where did it all actually begin? Now, the first thing that, from my research, the first thing I found was that it was first mentioned in the late 90s, I believe it was like 1996, and it was a story written by a journalist named Brian Bethel. Now, his story was basically, he was in uh, the parking lot of a strip mall, he was walking to his car, got in his car, and he heard a knock at the window. He cracked it just a little bit, and he noticed two kids there, and they asked to get in the car. Now, naturally, he kind of asked, he, he felt something was off. He asked a question, what are you doing here? And the kids said, we saw a movie. Now, there's a movie theater right there. He looked at the marquee, and he noticed that the movie had already started. So naturally that threw up some red flags and he basically said no. But when he said no, they started to get agitated 
and that's pretty much when he noticed that their eyes were completely black. And naturally, that freaked him out. He put the car in drive and started to take off. He looked back in the mirror, in his rearview mirror, and basically those those kids were gone. Now, did this actually happen to Mr. Bethel? Or was he just telling a scary story over the internet? Some people have argued that since he's a journalist, people want to say this is a true story because that is his job. I don't know if I buy that. But what I think is this guy's a journalist. He's a writer. Therefore, writers tend to be creative. So this might just be a scary story that he wanted to post on the internet, get a reaction, and it took off like wildfire. So bottom line, his occupation has no bearing, honestly, whether this is a real-life account or it's just a horror fantasy type story. So what exactly are the Black Eyed Kids? Let's assume, or let's just say for sake of argument, that they are actually a real thing and people do see these children and the accounts are dead on perfect. Some people think they're spirits. Others think they're demons. Or they could actually just be kids playing pranks. Urban legends are based on general supernatural type stuff, and these stories fit that criteria completely from the kid's appearance and also the black eyes and the outcome if you let them in. You know, people getting sick or bad, shit's going to happen. Now, if it's just, you know, if it's a demon, great. That explains the bad stuff that's going to happen, but I would think if it was a demon, it'd be more serious than just, you know, getting a little sick or something. But also, you can't take People might actually be seeing these things, or these kids, but it might just be kids playing a prank. You know, contact lenses are fairly cheap these days, and you can get them in any style, any color, and it wouldn't take much to pop them in and go knock on some doors. Kind of the new, modern version of the ding-dong ditch. I mean, that actually makes a lot more sense, and it would be super easy for these kids to pull off. And when you throw in the factor that it's kids... It makes it that much more believable because generally as adults, they want to protect and look out for kids. So kids doing it with the black eyes, it just lends credibility. It makes this so much more creepier and makes it a little bit more believable. Now, I came across an article at thoughtco.com and the name of the article was Are Black Eyed Kids Horror or Hoax? And that's, it was published back in December of 2018 by Stephen Wagoneer, he covers the reality of these kids and because basically nobody has ever provided any solid proof of their existence. It's all hearsay. It's all stories told via the internet or in person, you know, friends just trying to scare one another. However, most of these reports and stories are very similar in detail, but it doesn't, re- you know, once the story's out on the internet, it's pretty much, it's pretty easy to create the story and all the details are there. So you can't really prove that they're real by be- due to the similarities of the story. You know, back in the 80s and 70s, yes, you probably could put a little, more cre- a little bit more credence to that 
idea because of, you know, it's all word of mouth. So when you get different locations with similar stories, okay, I believe that a little bit more than today with the internet, you know, within an hour, it can go around the globe. So there's no real way, real way to prove the existence of these creepy little kids. Now, if you do go down this rabbit hole via the internet and you start YouTube and stuff, you are going to come across some crazy and stupid shit. Hell, one video I even saw, you know, this person claimed that they contacted Mr. Bethel. Bethel gave him a, basically a phone number to contact these kids. And you can draw them out that way. Now, as soon as they said that, I was like, okay, this is a complete bullshit video that was just, you know, trying to glorify it and get views and, you know, go viral. And basically, the person called the number and also, you know, he called the number, got some kid, you know, can we come in or something like that. I didn't pay that much attention. You know, they hung up and next thing you know, there's a kid standing outside the car. They were inside, of, they were in a car in a park. And, you know, with some, you know, girls screaming, let me in. Can I come in? Can I come in? And next thing you know, some half-ass shitty special effects. She looks up and actually she doesn't even look up. You can tell her eyes are black. And then they do some quick special effects, shitty special effects, I should say. And next thing you know, her eyes are black. You know, but that's the kind of stuff you're going to get when you YouTube it or Google it. You're going to get a lot of that stuff. People just trying to have fun with it and make, you know, get views and make it go viral. But that doesn't do anything for the credibility. It actually hurts the credibility of the urban legend when, you know, people do that. So it just mucks up the water a little bit more and makes it that much more difficult. Probably we will never know if there is anything to this urban legend unless you actually come across one of these kids yourself and see it for your own eyes. Now, there might be a psychological explanation for these encounters. Now, we know Bethel put out the story, and it went viral back in the mid-90s. And if a person reads this story or hears this story about these kids, and let's face it, it is a creepy story. I got creeped out when I first heard about it and heard a story about it. I was nervous when I went outside. And I've lived in homes that, with activity. I've been on paranormal investigations. I don't get creeped out too easy. But I kind of walked outside, you know, around midnight one night after I heard the story. And I was like, ooh, okay. If I see a kid walking around down the street, I'm, it, it's going to freak me out. But naturally, nothing occurred. But when you hear these stories, you then become predisposed to notice any kids that might be acting weird. And if you've been out, in the evenings or at night, you can see some kids doing some stuff and that could draw your attention and you make that connection between the story and you might actually think you saw something because your brain neurologically is connecting some dots that really aren't even there. And you hear a story, you connect these dots, you see a creepy kid and boom, Next thing you know, you've got a full-blown urban legend. Now, let me kind of go over my actual thoughts on the topic at hand. Um, This is just a stare. Like most urban legends, this is just a scary story thought up in the imagination of Mr. Bethel. Now, 
he has said that these kids have tormented him through the years. So, I mean, at least he's sticking to his guns. I personally don't put any value in the story. I just think that's what it is. It's just a scary story. And it's been blown up way too much. And it has taken a life of its own and captured the imagination of everybody across the globe. Because they want to buy, they want to believe in these urban legends. Now, if this is an actual true urban legend, there are demons out there posing as kids. Honestly, I'll never fall for it because kid comes knocking on my door at the late hours of the evening or early morning hours. He's not going to get shit from me because I don't even really like kids that much. If I wasn't there for the conception, I don't care personally. Now, that's a little harsh, but 2 o'clock in the morning, unless you're one of my own kids, you're shit out of luck. So, I'm not a big fan. They picked the wrong thing to get my attention. Now, if we were talking a hot blonde, middle of the night, that's a different story. That would that would have a much greater chance of success, success with me than it would some small little snotty-nosed kid. Ain't working. I would buy the other one, and I might get taken in by that one, but not the kids. So I don't think there's any credibility to this story. I might be wrong, but if a kid in funky clothing and black eyes comes to me, you might as well just go to the neighbor, because you ain't getting shit from me. You definitely ain't getting my house. So let me know what you think. If you've had an experience with this, I want to hear from you. I would love to hear your story. You know, this is just something that I'm not going to buy unless I see it for myself. And, you know, that's just the skeptical nature in me. I want to see it for myself or experience it for myself before I'm going to say this is 100% true. It's just a creepy story for me right now. All righty, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Be sure to... Let me know what you think. If you have a story about the Black Eyed Children, if you've had an encounter with these demonic little creepy little hellions, reach out to me. You can find me at Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at night underscore ghost. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your story. Or you can send me an email at ghostofthenightpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, if you have a story, if you've seen these, whatever they are, let me know. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Our listeners are growing. Every week we get more and more listeners. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you, and I want to hear from you, so be sure to reach out. However, whichever social media you use, we are on Twitter, like I just said, or we are on Facebook at Ghost in the Night Podcast. We are also even on Instagram. But really, Twitter is the best way to get a hold of me and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the program. If you have a story you'd want to share with the paranormal, I don't care whether it's a ghost, Bigfoot, or whatever, let me know. Reach out and tell me your story. Maybe we will even have you on the podcast and let you share it yourself, or I can share it for you, however you want to do it. But I really appreciate each and every one of you who listen to this podcast. It is awesome. I enjoy doing it, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. And so, if you do like it, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. That will help, hopefully, move us up in the charts a little bit. And also, don't forget, if you want to support the podcast, 
be sure to head on over to the website, ghostinthenightpodcast.com, and pick up a podcast t-shirt that will go to helping support this podcast. There, we got some cool designs there. I know you're going to like them. So head on over there, check it out. You can even find, I do have a, you can even find it on Twitter. Some of the, some pictures of it on Twitter. So head on over, check that out to show your support. And we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. We could switch to Progressive da. Oh yeah. We could switch to Progressive and Sa. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh yeah. Let's switch to Progressive to da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Learn the latest skills to get moving and get ahead. Earn an undergraduate or graduate degree or certificate from the university that's been a pioneer in online learning for over 20 years. Classes start February 17th. Learn more at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.